0: wait a oh, please wait
1: please wait until okay, I get my use. New- Hello there and welcome to another episode of the City Business Edition here on 97.3 City FM and I am your host Michael Obudu and we are continuing our conversation on quality customer service and all you need to know about it. And I'm sure if you've tuned in over the past couple of weeks, you've been, you definitely must have been very informed with the great conversation we've had with Professor Henson, who's the uh, Pro Vice Chancellor for the Ghana Technical Technology University. I turned the
0: name upside down. Gamma Communication Technology University. GCTU for short. Awesome. GCTU. Thank you for the clarification. Absolutely. All right, Prof. It's good to have you back. It's It's always a pleasure
1: to be here, sir. Yeah, you're a big man. You're a big man. The quality of feedback I've gotten from the interview
0: so far at this point, I must get award you a a plaque. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be expecting it, you know. Hey, you have committed. I'm also... Receive tremendous feedback the only challenge is that people keep asking me. Mm. So professor Henson. Where's the book? Where's the book? And I keep explaining to them that you can just go to Amazon and order then I hear Hey, but prof isn't there a bookshop I can walk into and get the book and I keep explaining that Mm. When you work with international publishers. Yeah, the books are sold to a global audience. So sure it's not like I can buy 100 copies, put mm. it in my car boot and move around <laughs> the city like an itinerant I preacher. You know, maybe I should consider that. Yeah. So if somebody is listening will sponsor the purchase of the books, I can go on customer service crusades shop, across shop, Africa. Shop, yeah. shop, okay. The way my bishop goes across the continent preaching, maybe I can also become <laughs> a customer service evangelist. So if you are listening and you can buy 100 copies, just buy it for me. I will go on the road because Africa desperately needs a service revolution Mm. and I'm very happy to champion it fantastic fantastic so today we
1: are focusing on six benefits of delivering superior customer experience absolutely that sounds like a loaded topic power yeah
0: it is it is and um in the scheme of things um the the phrase customer experience seems like a hot thing now and uh, all those who are championing it now say it's an evolution from customer service which Mm. is like a one-time interaction and the way they conceptualize customer experience is that it spans the whole gamut of organizational activity so it's not just a one-time thing Mm. interestingly in all my time dealing with service excellence customer management issues I think the way I have always thought about customer management customer service is that it's a cultural issue Mm. it's about a strategic focus so maybe I have lived 20 years ahead of my time because <laughs> the way people talk about customer experience now mm. that's the way I've always spoken about customer service for the last 20 25 years so I'm very happy to see the revolution now but trust me most of what's being proposed now are things I have believed in forever and you know to really understand this issue of customer experience it's it's Important to agree, Abinitio, that the goal of every forward-looking organization is to impress customers in such an outstanding way that they can't help but keep coming back to you from the same experience. Mm. Number two, they are not tempted to switch because what they experience from you is so delightful. Not only are they enjoying it, but they are recommending you to others.
1: Wow! So
0: just to go back to the evangelist crusade analogy I was using at the beginning, mm. they become your evangelists. And usually when you are sold on something, you don't defect easily because you, you, you are now a champion for what is working. True. And another thing we need to understand that the customers who are delighted become loyal. Mm. And anytime we talk about customer experience, there's something I believe we sometimes lose sight of, and by the way, um, in the in the spirit of uh, preaching and evangelism, uh, today I'm speaking from chapter five of my book. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very cool thing when you go to church on Sunday and hear that today you mm-hmm. can go to chapter six of the bishop's book. Sure. So uh, chapter five of my book mm. uh, is entitled "Managing Customers," and the book is entitled. Customer Service Essentials, Lessons for Africa and Beyond. Mm. So please, I want to encourage you again to get a copy. And in the book, for every chapter, I have an opening quotation. Okay. And if you look in the book, there's a quotation from Sam Walton, famous business guru. And he says, the goal of every company is to have customer service. That is not just the best, but is legendary. So everybody should be pushing for legendary in 2022, Mm. not just the best. In Chapter 5 of my book, Customer Service Essentials, Lessons for Africa and Beyond, and in Chapter 5, that is entitled Managing Customers. There's a quotation there from Sam Walton. He said that the goal of a company is to have customer service. That is not just the best, but it's legendary. Mm. And so my admonition to all your city listeners is that in the 2022 era we are operating in best doesn't work wow. we are all pushing for legendary that, that, that's that's profound it is very profound it is very profound and the the reason why it's so profound is that you see there was a time when 20 30 years ago you probably would go and buy a pair of butter sandals or you go and buy something from kingsway back in the day and you probably will buy because the options are not that many in this globalized digital age for anything you want to buy in Laboni or Osu, there are so many competitors, not just in Ghana, mm. West Africa, Africa alone, but there are competitors from China. There are some mm. from Hong Kong, some from the UK, some That's from true. the US, offering the same product, sometimes cheaper than mm. how you would find that product on Oxford Street. So when that lady in the shop is belligerent, she's she she's unhappy with you, you walk out of the street in Osu. And as you get where the cars are passed, you can take your phone and order the same product and it will be delivered to you in a <laughs> So that's how come nowadays, we don't even settle for best. We, we strive for legendary. Mm. And so as 2023 is coming, I just want to encourage all senior executives listening to me that the kind of competition we are faced with, ordinary doesn't cut it. Best is not even enough. Mm. We are all pushing for legendary. But before we get to legendary we need to understand something I think it's 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 a revelation that may be lost on some people because when it comes to customer experience developing loyal customers boosting customer retention there's something we call customer participation okay now customer participation refers to the roles that customers play during a service encounter Mm. So, for example, if you are going to do your yearly medical, there are some steps you need to take. There's a a mandatory fasting period. There are some things you need to do. Hmm. So that by the time you do the plethora of tests, the results you get to be correct. And the doctor can have a sensible conversation with you. That's quite different from ordering a pair of hair clippers online and delivered to your house. Now, because there are differences... When it comes to customer participation in service delivery, it's important to note that for any type of service you deliver, customer participation can be active or it can be passive. Okay. It can be high or it can be low. And the, the, the intensity of the participation is determined by the kind of service you're delivering. Broadly speaking, we have what we call low participation, we have moderate participation, Mm. and we have high participation. So it's low, moderate, high. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, when it comes to low customer service participation, service employees and service systems, they do all the work. Products are standardized. There's a standard inventory system. You just order, it comes. So, for instance, if you go... watch a movie Mm. you just enter your process you walk you go you don't really do much so for that kind of service delivery the the service participation is fairly low Mm. but let's come to moderate with moderate participation we require a little more of the customers in the co-production of the service Mm. okay so for instance if you want an accountant to do your taxes for you Mm. There's a certain level of information you need to give the accountant in order that they do a robust assessment for you. Because if they, if they don't get that level of uh, uh, information from you, the the returns they will compute for you will be inaccurate. Sure. So that's moderate. In high participation services, the consumer almost produces the product themselves. Mm-hmm. So you want to lose... 23 and a half kilos in 2023. <laughs> so you go and sign up to a gymnasium. Trust me, the level of discipline you need to apply mm. from a diet perspective, exercise regime, consistency is very high. Mm. So for a gymnasium service, the, the, the consumer has to provide a lot of input for the final outcome to be a positive one. Mm. Depending, therefore, on the level of customer participation required, you, the service program, need to understand the inputs you need to give them, the education you need to give them, so that they can be successful co-producers of the service. Okay. So, it's important you understand that, because mm-hmm. when it's routine and it's standardized, you don't need to do much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will get done anyway. But when it requires you to help a customer through a complex surgical procedure, even the way you do that monition, the counseling alone, can make the person more sick or get them to become better. So... There, you need to exercise a lot of care Hmm. in trying to get this customer to come around. Again, before I get to the six benefits of delivering superior customer experiences, I need to also today speak for customers who become difficult. Because sometimes we say things like, oh, this man is too difficult. Oh, this man is too difficult. Hmm. But really, Michael, sometimes... We are the ones who cause customers to be difficult. Okay. So before I get to the six benefits of customer experiences, mm. let me tell you six ways we, as service providers, also create difficult customers. So, so you're basically saying that yeah. there are customers that are difficult by nature. Yes, but we have engendered it. We have triggered it. Hey. We have caused them to become difficult human beings. We are the problem. So let me tell you six ways. And I need to do that as a precursor because Hmm. if I tell you what you're doing to make them angry, Hmm. then you can start repenting before I come to the (laughs) benefits of customer experiences. Point number one. Rudeness to the customer. Rude. Totally rude. Totally rude. rude. Hmm. One reason that accounts for customers getting extremely difficult is when we are rude to them. Sometimes this takes place knowingly or unknowingly. Hmm. So sometimes the customer wants reasonable information, and then instead of providing the information, we say things like, go here and go and get it. Why should I go and get it? Mm. We can toss customers around so much, it becomes a total insult. And sometimes we are not even aware we are doing that. You can call a company. And we pass around six departments mm-hmm. and end up with the person you spoke to the first instance. Because they keep saying, this is not me. Mm. I'm passing, I'm passing. Then mm. eventually you hear a name and the lady says, this is Erisi, how can I help you? are like, Erisi, hey, this is the sixth person I'm talking to. I thought you said this was this department's fault. Mm. So we do that sometimes and it's very problematic. So rudeness is not only when you shout at the customer. Wow. When you give the customer the round around, it's also construed as rudeness. So one is rudeness to the customer. Number two is uh-huh. Let me backtrack a bit. So you are basically saying that if we make the system through which we even help the customers complex, we are being rude to them. Absolutely rude to them. Wow. Because the customers don't know a system. They know a credible human interface. So the human interface is using the system to confuse them. That is total rudeness. Wow. And you see, customers don't have time really. Nowadays, we are hard pressed for time Mm -hmm. at every level. So we need to be very careful in that regard. So rudeness is one. Number two inattentive staff, totally inattentive. Hmm. No one is listening to the customer. The customer feels neglected. Sometimes we say things like, um, we'll get back to you later. What does that mean? In one of the earlier sessions, I said three things must happen in any service encounter. Hmm. What to do, who to do, when to do. Hmm. That still applies today. Sure. Anytime you apply that formula, inattentiveness is not an option. Because as soon as you commit to deadlines, who to do and what to do, it means you are going to have a certain microscopic focus on the issue at hand and ensure that things are followed through to the end Mm. sometimes there's nothing more frustrating than an inattentive person you have seven policies with an insurance company you ask for a statement on three and they say the statements on the four you haven't asked for and they've emailed it to you it's absolutely ludicrous and Sometimes I get a sense it's pressure. I've heard somebody say to me once, Prof. since when we started with you, we were just 200 customers. Mm. Now we are nearly 20,000. And therefore, the level of care we used to give you, we can't give you anymore. That's not correct. I mean, if you believe that you can't provide me a certain level of care, then let me walk mm. so that I know that you're not interested in the relationship anymore. But once I'm in the relationship, inattentiveness is not an option. Mm. So one, rudeness to the customer. Two, inattentiveness. Three, expectations not met mm. expectations not wow. met. expectations not met. even before you it looks like we are <laughs> we are all rude business people no, we need to we need mm. to do a thorough self-examination mm. everybody knows if you've done any type of service training customer excellence training customer experience training that mm. we under promise and over deliver everybody in this world knows that under promise over deliver mm. However, uh, the number of times we fail to live by this mantra we all are aware of is totally mind-boggling. And what then becomes more problematic is that we I I think in one of the earlier sessions, I spoke about something called the service triangle, where at the apex you have a service entity making promises Hmm. to a certain external customer. On the opposite side of the triangle, you have what we call enablement of the promises. Mm. At the base is delivery. Mm. So one side is uh, the making. The opposite side is the enablement. Mm. At the base of the triangle, we have the delivery. Now, in Africa, the easiest component of that service triangle is the making of the promises. Mm. Come to us for the best service. We are the best in town. We will love you more than any other. Mm. And, 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 and here, here here's where it gets even more intriguing. I was doing some work last week for a client, and I, I did a small exercise I've done for the last 20 years with, with with shockingly similar results. Here's what I do I tell everybody, go to your website, then they go to the website, and I say, okay, everybody write down the vision and the mission of the organization. They write it down, and I tell them, do you have values? Some say yes, some say, and no. I say, write it. they write it down, and mm. it's okay. So, given all the values, we'll be professional. We'll give you the most experienced professionals here. We are reliable. We'll do this. Can all of you in this training seminar tell me when you wake up from bed every morning, how exactly do you live professionalism? How do you live reliability? How do you uh, uh, live thoroughness because a Standard Bank mm. reliability might be different from CTFM's reliability sure. so within the context of the Stambic DNA mm-hmm. reliability will mean maybe five or six different observable behaviors CTFM might be three with the same name reliability so my question is I asked them all these promises on your website vision mission values mm. do you know they represent promises to your end user then they'll look at me and I'm like yeah because you're not aware that the company has gone to make these promises over your head, when you come to work, you don't know you are being held to it. Don't be like, wow, bro, wow. And I'm like, yeah, wow, think about it. Mm. So, anytime I visit your website, anything there that you are saying constitutes a promise to me as a customer. Mm. It's your job then to ensure that you train your various internal customer audiences, your employees, to ensure that they are well equipped. To deliver on the expectations you've created mm. by virtue of the promises on your website. That's a big lacuna mm. on this beautiful continent of Africa. There's such a disconnect between mission, vision, values, all the big things we put on our websites mm. versus your teller versus your, 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 your storefront attendant versus the guy pumping gas at the station. Mm. He has no clue. So here he is being held to expectations he's not even be told exist. How on earth will he meet them when the rubber meets the road? So these are things that we need to mm. take cognizance of. So expectations not being met is also one fertile way to get customers to be rude. Number four delay or failure in service delivery. Delay or failure in service delivery. Sometimes it amazes me why we think lateness is not a problem in Africa. How that is normal, I don't get it. Hmm. In fact, when you are late to a meeting, apologies have stopped being rendered because lateness is fashionable. Being on time is not. I don't know how we got here as a continent. And you see, you don't know the kind of customer you are dealing with. This hmm. guy might be, a, might be a very fastidious person who is 9 for nine, ten for 10. So you can't take those your issues and go and Molest this customer is totally unacceptable. So, we need to also understand that time consciousness matters mm. in order to deliver service that is legendary and not even just the best. So, let me now move into my main topic for today, which is six benefits of customer experiences or delivering superior customer experiences. Mm. Because I'm a scholar, let me tell you some definitions of. Customer experiences so that our listeners can know what it means. True. Customer experience management is a deliberate act of putting the customer at the center of a firm's strategic focus. Putting the customer at the center of a firm's or an institution's strategic focus. Hmm. Strategic focus. Absolutely. So, customer experience is a holistic concept hmm. that encompasses Every aspect of a company's offering, holistic process. Now, it's very important to clarify that customer experience, eh? it has to do with the organization of customer interactions through the entire life cycle of the customer at every organizational touch point. So online, offline, when I'm approaching to look at the advert on Twitter or on YouTube, when i'm making the initial call to when i visit you or order online to when you fill the order to after sales issues to repeat purchase issues all those various touch points need a certain level of excellent customer experiences now customer experience is supposed to be something that we deliver throughout the customer's journey with us and some um, customer experience scholars argue that We have what we also call emotional journey mapping where we check at every point the kind of emotional interaction we're having with you. Because like I said in an earlier presentation with you, I said every good brand is an emotional selling proposition, a functional selling proposition. Mm. So functional is the product, the features, what we buy. Emotional is how I feel, Mm. the kind of um, emotions you create when I'm purchasing and how that builds on my satisfaction levels after I've consumed the product. Okay, so why does customer experience matter? Well, I'll share with you six reasons why. Number one, customer experience matters because it improves customer satisfaction. We are delivering it very, very well. It improves customer satisfaction. McKinsey did some work. The famous global consulting firm, McKinsey, did some work a couple of years ago. And they found that companies focused on maximizing satisfaction With regard to the entire customer life cycle, have the potential to increase customer satisfaction by 20%. Hmm. So when you focus on customers, understand in a certain granular fashion all their needs, you deliver and exceed them. Then you push for satisfaction, you push for delight, you earn legendary. So number one, improves customer satisfaction. Number two, it helps to build higher customer loyalty. Okay. So when executed flawlessly, your customer experience should become a key point of differentiator from competitors. Absolutely. Wow. Because when you create an experience uh, that truly impresses customers and exceeds expectations, this ensures that they want to continue to do business with you over and over and over again. So a superior customer experience then becomes a unique differentiator. And, I mean, it's important to know that your customers, sorry, your competitors wake up on a daily basis also trying to outperform you. Yeah. So this is so important because if you want to prevent customer switching, then the, the key antidote is ensuring that your customer experience is world class so you can build superior customer loyalty. Wow. Number three. When you deliver superior customer experiences, it increases customer advocacy and referrals. Customer advocacy and referrals. Because when the expectations you set are exceeded, Michael, people don't just have good experiences. The experiences become memorable for them, and they share these very easily. I remember one time I went to a bank, and a particular teller totally delighted me. I went on Twitter and told the whole world. Now, Apparently, the headquarters of the bank saw it and broadcasted it across the entire bank network and made the argument that if one of Africa's leading marketing scholars says you're delivering good service, then clearly you're doing a good job. Mm. And I was so happy for the lady because I don't think she came to work expecting that she'd be celebrated within the organization. Mm. But it was good. I will recommend that bank any day because what they did was legendary, not just for me, but in celebrating the lady who celebrated me, mm. I'm double happy with them. Sure. So it's very easy to do advocacy and referrals anytime people go above and beyond. When you go above and beyond, you turn the customer into a regular customer, into a customer advocate. We are looking for advocates, mm. not just customers.
1: Sure.
0: Number four, if you deliver superior customer experiences, you reduce customer share. And churn is the rate at which you lose profitable customers in relation to the rate at which you lose not-so-profitable ones. In service marketing, we have something we call the leaky bucket theory. The leaky bucket theory. Mm. The leaky bucket theory has a simple hypothesis. Every entity is like a bucket with a small hole at the bottom. So you certainly lose some customers at a point. But here's the thing. The goal of world-class service organizations is that you keep reducing the size of that hole and making it smaller and smaller and smaller whilst you pour into the bucket more and more profitable customers. So even though you leak, you must leak so little that the rate at which you leak becomes incomparable. It becomes infinitesimal. It becomes negligible compared to the rate at which you are adding profitable customers at the top. That you can only achieve this if your customer experience is world class because it means that even though you may lose some, the rate at which you lose is so small that when you compare it to the rate at which you are adding profitable customers, you are in a positive situation. So that's what it means by reducing customer churn. Now, Ascension, another uh, global consulting by him, also did some work some time ago and they they produced something called the Global the Global Customer Satisfaction Report, and they found that price is not the main reason for customer churn. The report noted that the overall poor quality of customer service is the main reason for customer churn and customer attrition. That's the main reason. Mm. So focusing on customer experience will eliminate the areas where you have poor service. When these lapses are removed, you reduce churn. So that's number four. Number one, improves customer satisfaction. Mm. Number two, fosters customer loyalty. Number three, increases customer advocacy and referrals. Number four, reduces customer churn. So number five is increases revenues and sales. That's a no-brainer. I mean, if customers are happy, they'll buy more, they'll repeat purchases, they'll recommend you. And there was a customer experience impact report way back. 2011, that's a long time ago. Now, I like making these allusions to some of the old literature because I want to establish that the demands for superior service delivery are not recent. They, they've been around for a while. Hmm. So even as of 2011, there was a customer experience impact report that found that 86% of buyers said they would pay more for better customer experiences. They will pay more wow. if the customer experience is improved. So, there's an old maxim in customer experience and the customer management literature. And the maxim goes like this. Anybody who delivers a premium service can administer a premium charge. It's it's a rule that will never be broken. Because when people are delighted with you, they value the service you give them. They'll pay more for the value. So, if we want to be profitable, we can't keep working with cut the price, cut the price, cut the price... If you keep doing that, look look at the way the world has become topsy You You can't afford to be cutting prices because even now, that money you had three months ago, today the value has gone down a bit, so it can't be cutting price. So we need to focus more on improving the customer experiences so that our revenue base is solidified and our sales goes up. The last and probably the most obvious is that when you deliver superior customer experiences, it delivers you a competitive advantage. Companies that have embraced customer experience as a way to obtain sustainable cost, cost, competitive advantages are the ones that are really thriving and doing well. Mm-hmm. Look, there are a few companies that are like a paradox. We say the service is bad, but they are doing well. They are not the norm. So you can't afford to say that, oh, these ones also exist. What you be pushing for is doing so well with customer experience that that is what makes people remember you, and then they want to keep coming back to you over and over and over again now if we have time i can quickly run through principles of great customer experiences and we can wrap with that number one understand your customer 10 principles of great customer experiences understand your customer who are you targeting how do you reach them Does your product interest them times are changing interests are changing are you changing with your customer what's the quality of your digital assets is your website welcoming What is your social media interactivity, right? You need to deal with these matters. So number one, understand your customer. Okay. Ten principles of great customer experiences. Number two, know that first impressions are real and lasting. Wow. We touched on that. We touched on that, exactly. So I need to repeat it because it bears repeating. Sure. Moments of truth are 10 to 15 second opportunities to make a first time positive and lasting impression in any service encounter. 10 to 15 seconds. Mm. So when you do well, you create a moment of magic. When you fail, you create a moment of misery. Mm. So it's important that from board chair to front desk assistant, for everybody to understand that Mm. first impressions are real and they are lasting. Mm. Because you have only 5 to 10 seconds to make a first time positive and lasting impression. So if you want to win new profitable customers, know that first impressions count and they are lasting. Number three, do what you say you are going to do. Do what you Hmm. say you are going to do. No matter what. No matter what. And this is a good practice in all things, especially with customer experience delivery. Because honesty builds trust. And when you deliver on your promises, it creates trust in the minds of your customers. And trust is crucial. Building trust is the cornerstone of any lasting relationship with the customer and customer loyalty should be the goal. So number three, do what you say you are going to do because trust matters in Mm. customer loyalty. Number four, under promise, over deliver. I'm back to it. Under promise, over deliver. Over deliver. When it comes to customer experiences, you always have to be the hero. And a hero typically goes above and beyond the call of duty it's your job to be the hero in every service encounter please giving a customer more than you promised gives the service firm an edge in the customer's eyes next point listen to your customer this appears to be a difficult skill skill, Michael, but listening to and understanding your customers wants and needs will help you to customize products and services to suit them What really is listening to your customer? The guy buys watches from you every day. He's there Saturday at 6.27 a.m. because he doesn't want the queue that comes with buy watches from you at airport. Mm. Anytime he gets there, he's gushing about his wife and his children. Clearly, this guy is a family man. Mm. So the standard greeting, hey, Kofi, you're welcome. How's mommy doing today? And the guy is glowing. Oh, mommy, hmm. last week she even traveled to Dubai. You know, she has a side business doing fabrics. Wow. That's very different from someone who comes and he squeezes his face. Hmm. He wants you to hurry up and give him the watches so that you go. That's it. So you are observing them. You are listening to them. And that watches seller doesn't have a big marketing research department. Hmm. Doesn't have a customer experience team who okay. went to school in some Ivy League place. This is a normal human being trying to make money and surviving in today's Ghana. Hmm. And he's observing She's observing and listening to everybody, the things they bring. Look, they are watching so who no, know I'm a professor. Okay. When I don't appear to ask my wife, uh, is prof there? <laughs> then you you ask about prof. Mm. I mean, it calls for something. I mean, mm. you, you must be savvy enough to sort of understand who prof is married to or Who who is married to. It, it, it's all small things, mm, but it's mm. all listening. Sure. That's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. Wow. We are supposed to listen twice as much as we speak. Mm. And when you listen well, you become a customer champion. Because wow. you notice things others don't notice. So the same customer goes somewhere, they are treated differently. Mm. When they appear, say, Professor, you are back. I hear you are in Zimbabwe. How was this conference? Mm. Wow, this person knows it's working for me. So you just need to be, be awake. And listening sometimes in today's digital age is not mm. just listening to somebody speak. Okay. Even being connected to them with, on social media, it's also listening to them because wow. they are posting stuff, wow. they are saying stuff. It's also listening to them. So when the person appears, you know what they said on LinkedIn in the last 10 days, mm. that alone is or uh, something for new conversation. Sure. So listening is both brick and mortar mm. and listening is also digital. Wow. so we can use all manner of avenues mm. to listen to our customer nowadays and it's an indispensable tool a great principle for delivering excellent customer experiences wow the next issue is follow up with the customer follow up follow up follow up follow up <laughs> like church eh? absolutely like <laughs> church because following up can make a great difference between one sale and 52 sales because wow. the magic is never in the sale it's always in the after sale mm. so following up showing concern Gives the customer the idea that you're not just interested in the check, but you're interested in the value you deliver to that customer and the input it makes into their own business or their lives. Okay. Very, very important. Follow up. Okay. So, follow up makes a big difference. Number the next seven, number seven, know what? that you are subjectively communicating with your customer every moment of the day. You mm. are communicating every moment of the day. Listen. Everything we present to the world is communication to the world. Mm. Your websites, your social media platforms, your outdoor advertising, the condition of your parking lot, the body language of the receptionist, Mm. every customer touchpoint matters. And it's our job. There's a separate training I do on how to build customer experience strategy. And there I talk about doing what we call a touchpoint audit so you can create a touch point map. And you need that when you are developing a customer experience strategy because if you don't understand the touch point maps, you know where it matters and where to strengthen when it comes to the various touch points you have. And you need a touch point map also when you are developing what you call a customer experience dashboard where you are monitoring Mm -hmm. how you are delivering service. But know, the point is, know that you are communicating with the customer every moment of the day whether you like it or not. Point number eight, let your customers know you truly appreciate your business okay nothing fascinates me more than institution that expect me to know they are grateful because i give them business how will i know if you didn't say it how will i know hmm. so saying thank you thank you thank you it's very important and crucial there are people who are blessing to me 27 years ago i'm so saying thank you to today hmm. it's very important so let your customer you see Never underestimate the power of thanking your, your customers for their business because customers have choices. And will choose your competitor if you stop saying thank you. Last two points. The little things matter. Hmm. It is surprising how little things make a difference to customers. Thank you. Uh, when, when can we contact you again? A simple email to say, it was good you came through today. Have a blessed day. I, 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 I know people who would issue an invoice after I left the shop and say, hello to you after you're gone. Little Mm. things matter. So let's keep our eyes on the big things and the little things at the same time. Mm. Last point, and I'll close the session. If something negative happens, make it right immediately. Wow. If something negative, when a service laugh occurs, make it right immediately. Because when customers complain, they expect speedy action. Mm. When you delay, it gives a sense of nonchalance, disconnection, and then they feel you don't care for them so we've looked at six reasons why customer experience matters hmm. and ten principles of great customer experiences and i'm very confident your listeners will have something to take home with them sure. and we'll come back again to them very soon with more explosive ideas on customer experience management in africa thank you
1: thank you so much prof this has literally been a lecture a lecture a lecture prof you're too much Thank you, I feel, sir. I feel you. I feel you. Thank you so much for your time today again, and Thank I'm you, sure sir. those uh, the listeners are also very elated with all the quality information you shared with us today. Thank why you, customer sir. service is important? Ten principles of good customer service. I'm sure these principles you can listen later on our SoundCloud account when we upload the audio. If you can type it, print it, post it in your office so that you can constantly engage with it and review whatever. You are doing, but well. That has been another edition of the City Business Edition here on ninety-seven point three City FM, where we were engaging with Professor Henson, Professor Robert Ebo Henson, the Pro Vice Chancellor for Ghana Communications Technology University. He has over twenty-four years of experience in the service industry and has authored several books. One of them, which he just spoke to us from, on. Uh, the topic for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Catch you same time next week. My name is Michael Obodu. As always, please stay safe and stay informed. Bye-bye.
0: This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.